Welcome to the Birth Lounge Podcast, an empowering space for expecting and new parents to hear candid conversations with experts, support your mental health, and learn the tips and tricks that thousands of parents have used to craft their ideal birth. We will answer all of your questions, the scary ones and the weird ones, to help calm your fears and feel confident going into your birth. I'm going to help you redefine what birth and motherhood looks like and how to embrace your journey. I've intentionally crafted an amazing list of experts to help you navigate pregnancy, explore your birth options, and plan for postpartum so it can be a time of soaking in your tiny human. We're going to go there on all the hard topics so that you can dive into finding your confidence and freeing yourself from fears around childbirth. With almost 10 years of experience in family education and a master's degree in human development and family studies, I created this podcast as a way to share information so parents can make educated and informed decisions about their care during pregnancy and childbirth. This is a birth community driven by evidence-based information and research in hopes to help you explore your options, understand your rights, and know what choices you have along the way. I'm your host, Hee Hee. Now let's get to the good stuff. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Birth Lounge Podcast. Another Friday free talk. And this Friday on my mind is your baby's position. Today I want to talk about why your baby's position is quite possibly the most important thing that you need to be focused on at the end of pregnancy. And when I say end of pregnancy, I pretty much mean the entire third trimester. Your baby's position is literally everything. As your baby starts to snuggle into position and the real estate, if you will, in your belly kind of gets smaller, your baby's gonna start to push on these nerve endings and these different ligaments and tendons and those presses, that pressure, those sensations that your baby is sending to your body are intentional. And your body is looking for specific nerves and tendons and ligaments to be pressed on because that's intentional too. And you can see how they fit together like a socket right? Like a plug-in and a socket and you can plug them in together. Your body is looking for specific signals and your baby is looking for specific signals too. And your baby's position is everything for that. Just like when you can't get a plug into the socket, it's because of positioning. We want to make sure that in the third trimester, we're really working on your baby's position. Now, I'm not going to give you tips on how to get your baby in the right position because that is something I teach in the birth lounge. I teach you exactly what to do week by week, starting at week 34. I tell you every step to do it, and that is actually how our secret sauce to pushing works so well, and we have the average push time for a first-time mom at 32 minutes. You guys, in our entire community, in 2020, we have only had two unplanned C-sections, and at the time of recording this, it is July 2020. We are seven months in 
to 2020, and we have had only two unplanned C-sections. Think about all the people that we support, all the births that we see, and there's only two that didn't go as planned. And you have to account for nature for some of this. Nature plays such a big role, but so does your responsibility in helping your baby get into the right position so that you can be part of that 98%. You know, those, those two births, that 2% had a, an, an unplanned C-section, an unexpected C-section, something that unfortunately was out of our control. We did everything that we could to control the situation, but at some point nature is going to play a role. So here's why your baby's position actually matters. As your baby drops down into the birth canal, this is as they grow in pregnancy, but also especially in labor. I'm specifically talking about during labor. Your baby's going to do this corkscrew movement. They're going to drop and spin and drop and spin and drop and spin just like a corkscrew. And this is a very specific path. Remember that your body and your baby go together like a plug-in and a socket. And so everything that your baby does, your body is receiving that. And your, your body's looking for a very specific message and pressure and sensation from your baby throughout the entire process. Because remember, your body was made to do this and so it knows what to expect. Even with your first baby, your baby and your body know what to expect. You don't know what to expect because you don't know mentally and emotionally what to expect. But if you surrender and let nature take it, your baby and your body actually do know what to do. It's a very specific path. Your baby's position, if we can get your baby in the right position, you are going to have a shorter labor. You're going to have a less painful labor. And a lot of times we see no back pain. I am a huge believer that back labor is not a normal thing in, in birth. I think it is such a big key. It is, it, it is the biggest indicator that your baby is in a malposition and we need to get that baby in a different position. That, the why, the how, how do we get your baby in the different position? That's something that I teach in the birth lounge too. So that if you find yourself in this position during labor, you know, if you're a member of the birth lounge, you know how to get yourself out of that situation. You know how to get your baby out of whatever position is causing you that back labor because we've broken down all the back labors and why it might be happening. So shorter labors, less painful labors, reduced back labor, if any at all. And then also your baby's position matters incredible amounts in reducing tearing. Now I've got a couple research articles that I'm going to show you because I'm going to put them in the show notes for you because I want you to see A, how the position of your baby can impact your tearing. If your baby's not in the right position, it can actually cause you more tearing. I also want to show you the midwifery approach and how they actually allow your baby's head to be born with one contraction and then the shoulders to be born with a different contraction and then the rest of the body to be born with a different contraction and the OB model of care is much more hands-on and doesn't leave so much approach uh, so much room in the approach for restitution which is your body's way of naturally turning your baby right their head comes out and then their body is going to turn and come out as well and they're going to make one final last turn in order to be um, kind of belly button to belly button with you in order to be ready for for skin to skin 
And then a final article I'm going to link for you is how an epidural has the potential to interfere with this. So one of the things we have to think about when we get an epidural is, are we doing it too soon? And one of the things that we, we see this hold or we see get hold up due to an epidural a lot of times is baby's position. One of the other things that I feel obligated to tell you about is anytime you introduce any sort of um, medical pain relief like that, it has the potential to make baby's heart tone be funky. I encourage you to do a lot of research on normal heart tones, what's abnormal heart tones, and what are your options in each of those. Like I say, all that research is going to be linked in the show notes for you. All right. So number one was, you know, your baby's corkscrew. The second thing I want to tell you about is that if your baby is in the right position, it's going to, it's, it's more likely that you're going to have less complications. And like, who doesn't want that, right? You are less likely to see your baby get stuck if your baby's in the right position. Duh, a baby that's in the right position is not going to get stuck. I already mentioned this, but back labor, I'm telling you, Back labor is not normal. It is such a sign. It's a key. It's an indicator from your body telling us on the outside world, this baby is not in the right position. Help me. I'm in a lot of pain. There are very quick and easy maneuvers that we can do. My team has mastered it, and we are able to spin these babies super easy. Spinning babies is a great resource to check out for um, getting your baby in the in the right position as well. Shoulder dystocia, that's another one. I talked a little bit about shoulder dystocia in episode 123, so check that out. But if your baby's in the right position, you're less likely to have complications like shoulder dystocia. And remember, we want to really respect that restitution. And so the key here is finding a provider that has that healthy respect for restitution and also understands the fine line of sitting on their hands and allowing your body to do something. And then the right time to intervene in order to keep you and your baby safest. You know, actually, if you follow me over on Instagram, which if you don't, you're, you are missing an entire party, head over to Instagram, at Tranquility by Hehe. It is truly an inside look of my life, birth work, what it is like to be pregnant and a new parent right now during 2020, during this pandemic, just in the new age of social media and having all of this information and misinformation spewed at you but if you follow me over there then you know I just got done reading the book called birth the surprising history of how we are born by Tina Cassidy and she actually explains in there the evolution of the pelvis as we learn to walk upright and I found it so fascinating I wanted to share a few excerpts with you no wonder birth doesn't go smoothly the physical frame leaves little room for error. Lovejoy explained that the birth canal became larger, but more important, it also became different in shape, with the exit now widest between the pubic bone and the tailbone. As a result, the big head is able to descend through a pelvis fine-tuned for walking. The baby must begin to turn sideways as much as 45 to 90 degrees in order to align its body 
with the widest pelvic outlet. In most cases, babies can navigate the space unaided. If we had just one more inch of pelvic width, there might be no need for cesareans, forceps, vacuums, and episiotomies. Instead, women and their birth attendants roll the dice virtually every time to see if the parts will align. That leads to a sensible question. Why not eliminate the guessing before labor begins? So she actually goes down a different rabbit hole, and that sent me personally down the rabbit hole of what can we do to make the most room for baby and to get baby in the perfect alignment? And so I started to look into like, what are the things I'm telling our clients to do and how can we start to replicate this? And this is something that we already teach is your alignment and your posture and how to get your baby in the right position. And so that's why I wanted to share this, this podcast with you actually is to share how important your, your baby's position really is. I want to have a healthy recognition too right here in this space that your position means a lot. We want your sacrum to be free, right? We want you to not be on your back. We would ideally like you to be upright so we could be using gravity to our advantage. In this episode particularly, I'm talking about your baby's position during late pregnancy, your responsibility in helping get them there, and also their position and how that plays a role in labor. But your role plays a large part in all of this as well. Not only your baby's position in late, late, in late pregnancy, but also your baby's position and the way that they're able to successfully navigate the birth canal in labor and then also the way and the position in which you push. I hope you can see this is not just something that I, you know, harp on for no good reason that there truly is, um, you know, good science and reason to believe that your baby knows what they're doing. Your body is able to, if we trust it, receive those messages. Your baby and your body can talk to one another but we have a responsibility in getting your baby in the right position and there are things we can do to absolutely support that during, during late pregnancy. Now inside the birth lounge, I teach you, like I say, all the things you need to know starting at 34 weeks to get your baby in the ideal position for labor so that A, spontaneous labor can start on its own. B, your baby is in the right position so that you have a shorter and less painful labor. Also, to reduce tearing, I'm going to break down all the information that you need to know, too, about the pain relief options, both natural and medicated options, so that you really have a toolbox totally filled so that no matter what you encounter in labor, you are ready, you are confident, you're prepared, you already know the answer so that you can have these conversations with your doctor to pick out whatever is best for you in that moment for your birth. If you want to learn more about the birth lounge, go to thebirthlounge.com. You can even try it for just $5. You can get a lounge pass. It gives you a sneak peek inside 
the birth lounge and gives you access to a few videos in there so that you can really truly get a taste of what that support is like. I know this pandemic has been really hard on a lot of people. So if you are going weeks and weeks and some people are going months without seeing their healthcare professional, join the birth lounge. We can be that weekly voice that you hear. We are not health professionals. We are not your doctor. We will not replace your doctor, but we can help you gather information that will help you feel grounded and supported and confident so that when you do have those very sparse and short meetings with your doctor, you have a game plan. You know exactly what to ask. You don't get overwhelmed. You have a question of things that you want to discuss so that you can walk away with solid answers to then make a further game plan. How ideal. How much less anxiety would you have if you had this blueprint to birth? Well, welcome to the birth lounge. I'm really excited to see you in the birth lounge if you are having a baby anytime soon. Please check it out at thebirthlounge.com. Otherwise, I will see you guys on Tuesday. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I truly do value this community and I love hanging out with you. If you found today's episode helpful, share it with a friend. Share it with someone who might also find this information helpful. I'd love to hear what you have to say and read your sweet words on iTunes. You can leave us a review and this helps get this information into the hands of parents who might also benefit from hearing it. If you're interested in joining The Birth Lounge, you can go to thebirthlounge.com. Our blog is linked there. You can find all sorts of free information as well as how to get your access to The Birth Lounge. You can always hang out with me on Instagram as well, at Tranquility by Hehe. Until then, stay educated, stay supported, stay confident. there just a friendly reminder that nothing in this podcast is to be used as medical advice diagnosis or treatment please consult your health care provider with any questions or concerns you have about your health or anything discussed in this podcast side effects may include educated adults informed decision making skills and consensual care tranquility by hehe and the birth lounge are not responsible for any ideal births that were created with this podcast the birth parent deserves all the credit